Hi, everyone. Before you return to the episode, I just wanted to let you know that my book, A Modern Guide to Human Design, is now available. And this is the colorful, practical, grounded guide to human design I wish I'd had when I found the system. I take you through how to read your chart, either if you're a beginner and you're starting completely new, all the way to if you're someone who is well-versed in human design and just needs a really handy reference for those moments where you forget who you really are or how to best support your loved ones. We're covering type, authority, profile, energy centers, your variable. That's one part I'm really excited about because this is not typically in books and even some practical details on your gates and channels. You can find the book at most booksellers in person or online and I've included the link below to get more info. Okay, back to the episode. On this episode of New Paradigm Human, we're talking about how generators and MGs can tackle things they don't want to do. Hello, everybody. I'm just sitting here on a rather hot evening, feeling completely overwhelmed by like all of the social media, all of the different places you can post, all the different ways you can express yourself. And yet at the same time, kind of feeling like I don't know how to express myself anymore. It's like, Every single social media platform is trying to have every single feature of all of the other ones. And I just personally feel like overcapacity. For me, the past few months, sharing things on social media has felt a little bit like a should, like it's something that hasn't been joyful in my life. And that is not the way it has been for me for the past four years. I love sharing things on social media. It's really fun to create for that and test ideas and connect with people. But I'm just not feeling that way right now. And it's something that's really been draining to think about. I'm thinking a lot about it, like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that, which got me thinking about a request I had recently from someone, which was to talk about how to tackle things that you don't want to do. And I don't think that this person specifically was talking about this type of scenario, But this is very real for generators and MGs. And I think the common thread for what I've been experiencing and perhaps what this person is talking about, which is just getting things done that aren't fun, that are chores, that just have to be done as part of life, is that the biggest strain they put on us is mentally the thinking about doing them, the dreading them, the procrastinating the putting it off, the bargaining with yourself about not doing it or doing it or whatever. And this is just so real. This is something that we experience. So I wanted to demystify this a little bit because I think there are ways to deal with these things in life in alignment with our generator MG design. I also want to say that I don't know that there's ever going to be a life where we don't have at least a couple things that we do that we don't really enjoy. That's just kind of life. But you can also get to a place where it's not all consuming. And I feel like I am at that place in my life. I feel like I enjoy like 99% of what I do with my time and energy. I don't find myself overly fixating or draining a lot of energy into things I don't like. It took a long time to get there. Even when I started my business and I had full freedom over my time and energy, it was hard to know what felt good and what didn't. 
for me as a third line profile. It just took a lot of experimentation. But about four years in, I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of what that is. And it's always evolving, but it's easier to stay away from the things that don't feel good now than it was before. And honestly, I feel so energized by all the things that I do that do feel good, that doing that tiny little percentage of things that aren't my favorite, I can handle it because I'm overall just nourished and energized by everything else. And it's not all that draining to just take care of a few little things here and there. In this episode, I'm also going to touch on a bunch of different topics that I've covered in the recent glow up programs and are coming up a lot in the discord. By the end of July, I will have covered like seven different sort of modules in the discord groups and the different things I've launched there. And I am working on putting all of this together in a space, some kind of digital space where you can choose to partake in these different deconditioning modules and information and exercises. And I don't fully know what that's going to look like yet, but it's beginning to come together through a lot of different responses. And I'm just kind of waiting for some things to click in place. So if you're interested in that, make sure you're on my email list. I'll have a link in the description below, or you can go to peergenerators.com because that is the center of how I communicate with people right now. As I said, having some complicated thoughts about social media. I love our email list. It's so nice to have a direct way to connect with everybody. There's over 7,000 people there. So I always try to really create meaningful things and people love opening up the emails. So yeah, link below. But anyway, I wanted to just demystify this idea of how to tackle things that you don't want to do and just ask a few questions that you can ask yourself, talk about the energetics of how this works for us as people with defined sacrals. And hopefully it'll give you some ideas for how to handle these things in your life. So I think there's a few different scenarios where you can end up with tasks or things in your life that you have to do that don't feel good or feel draining. Like I started to say before, I am not of the opinion that being a generator or MG is a 24-7 bliss fest. That's just kind of not the point of the whole thing. The sacral is a place of consistent pleasure, yes, but it's also just satisfaction. Pleasure is obviously kind of sexy, but satisfaction is kind of like not that sexy. There's just something very like settled and matter of fact and nice about it. It's not like extreme highs or extreme lows. You can find really mundane things fully satisfying. I found a lot of mundane things satisfying for many years in my last career. And honestly, as a generator, that kept me going. Like my spreadsheets and crafting the perfect email, completing tasks in my project management system. None of those things were like deeply pleasurable, but the satisfaction of doing those things was meaningful as a sacral being aka generator or MG. So it's important to remember that there's that side of being a generator too. It's not about having this extreme pleasure and joy all the time. It's about those things that just make you feel that good tired at the end of the day that kind of settle your energy. If it weren't the case, I just don't think the human race would have continued because the vast majority of human beings have been birthed through generators and manifesting generators just simply because we are 70% of the population. So most people have been raised by a generator or manifesting generator. And same thing with all the animals and the things we built. And not every moment of that is deeply joyous. But overall, the project is satisfying. So that's just one thing to think about. But mostly people are thinking about 
chores like house chores, taking out the garbage, cleaning, maybe running errands, making sure that you have healthy food every day. That's not always the most fun thing, although sometimes it is fun. Managing your finances so that you are in as good of financial health as possible. These are all things that I personally find not that fun and a little bit unsexy. It could also be tasks that you have to do at a job because they pay you and it's part of your job description could be exercise. So those are the types of things that people are typically thinking about when they're thinking about how do I get things done in my life that I just don't really enjoy. So here are some things to ask yourself when one of these tasks is appearing in your life. The first thing is, do you actually need to do that thing? I don't know about you, but I personally will add things to my to-do list that maybe like I should do them. There's something that probably needs to be done in the future. There's something that might make my life better in the present or would be a good thing to get started on. Like, you know, you have this big thing at the end of the month that you have to do for work, but it's like three weeks away and you just don't have the energy to do it right now. Or like me for the last few months, I have a specialist doctor that I should really go see for like a chronic health issue. But the health issue is not at all life-threatening. It's just more of a comfort thing, and I just haven't had any problems with it lately. So I add that to my to-do list every week and then don't do it and then stress about it and then add it to the next week. So things like that, it's, is this actually something that I actually need to do? Like, you will kind of know, is there a deadline? Are you going to have to pay a fine? Are you going to get fired from your job? Is someone going to die? Is it going to have a massive negative repercussion on your life or someone else's life? In that case, I think most people don't have a problem motivating themselves. That's a clear yes. You have to do it. You probably get the energy. You move forward. But a lot of times the things that we think we need to do that we're shifting on our to-do list from week to week to week to week, maybe they just don't actually have to be done or they don't have to be done right now. We don't want to put ourselves in positions where... We're going to create like massive stress or like a more poor quality product in the end. But if it's something like, I don't know, for me, for my quarterly taxes that I pay for my business, ideally, yeah, I would sit down every single week and categorize the transactions. But honestly, if I do that once every two weeks or once a month, it's really not that much bigger of a difference because I have other systems that allow me to kind of know what money to put away for savings just by eyeballing a spreadsheet that calculates automatically. And I save all my receipts in a folder. So when I like as they come into my email, so when I actually sit down to categorize all the transactions in my tax software, those other two things that really are important that are going to set me back a lot of time or make it so that I don't have the right money saved, which obviously that will have big repercussions in the end. Those things are taken care of. So I don't need to be adding that task of categorizing all my tax stuff every single week like I used to which then I would just not do it or feel bad about it because 
I don't actually need to do that. It's okay if I do it much less frequently. So that's question number one. Does this truly need to be done or is this a should? The second question is, can you outsource it? Can you pay someone to take care of it for you? Can you trade with somebody else to do that task? Is it something that your partner or someone else in your family can do? Is it something you could trade with a friend or an acquaintance who also does that thing? Can you find a way to automate it or get a software or something that could help do it for you? So just basically looking at the process, seeing what the steps are and seeing if there's any way around you doing them in exactly the way that you're doing them right now, that could shift it to something that actually feels quite good for your energy or leads to you not having to do it at all. And so maybe that's the next point is, is there a way to do this differently? What are some ways that other people are doing it? You can pull your network, especially if you're a fourth line, ask around to some friends and family, like how are they getting this thing done? Does anybody else see something that you don't see? Like that would be a good question if you're a second line. If you're a third line, can you go try some different things? If you're a first line, could you seek out some other options? If you're a sixth line, could you look out at the people around you and be like, what are they doing? If you're a fifth line, you're probably quite good with solutions and you can draw on your other line to kind of help you source that information and those possibilities. So it's a bit of a mindset shift, which is that while yes, you know, we may have tasks here and there throughout our lives that we don't love, we can let go of the belief that there will always be these things that we just have to hate. Because at least I'm of the opinion, and this is based on my own experience and seeing this actually be true in the world, that there are different ways to do things and there are always ways to make things work for us. This is a bit of an affirmation and belief that I have instilled into my life, which is there's always a way to make this work with my energy. So outsourcing, doing it differently, really good strategies for something that you really don't enjoy. Another question you can ask for yourself is, can you set up some structure and outside accountability? This is so key. It's key if you have an undefined heart. Even if you have a defined heart, you may also thrive from this by making some kind of external commitment or a promise to somebody else or making a commitment to yourself. But basically formalizing the idea of where and when and how you're going to do something. And if you're someone who has a hard time with that internal motivation, as most of us do, can you set up some external accountability or structure to help you do it? For instance, I would not be walking four to five miles a day if I did not have a dog. It just didn't happen in my life. Ever since I got my dog this winter, even when I don't want to, even when I'm really tired and it just doesn't feel good and it's hot and it's just not what I want to do, I still find a way to take him on a walk twice a day for a total of 80 minutes or more of walking. I'm really grateful that I have this built into my life now. It's just not something I have to waste mental energy on. I just do it because I have to because he needs his walk and he's annoying and crazy and unhappy if he doesn't get it. It could be setting up like a friend date to go do that thing with that person. I also know that like my husband and I, there are certain things, house projects where we're just not going to do them separately. We have a tendency to sometimes finish things to like 90%, but we won't finish that final 10% unless we both agree and show up together and hold each other accountable. So having that structure that kind of forces you to get something done can feel not amazing in the moment, but the satisfaction of just having it done and removing it from your mental load goes so far as 
generators and MGs, we just want to be in our minds like as the least we can when thinking about where to put our energy. We can use our minds for all sorts of other things, for daydreaming and analyzing and observing and basically taking in the world, but using it for figuring out like how and when and what we're going to do. And oh gosh, that's when things just get really draining. So the more you can just build a task into your day in a way where it has to happen, you have to show up, that is just so helpful. Another question is, can you offset it with something fun? Like I said before, generally, if you are enjoying the vast majority of the things that you're doing in your life, it's much easier to take these things on. When I was working full time in a job that was very draining for me, certain things like cleaning or errands or just those little administrative tasks of life felt almost impossible. But now that I love the work that I do and I'm enjoying myself most of the time, those are just small things. And while sometimes I do need to employ these other strategies like outsourcing or creating structure and accountability, sometimes the energy and enjoyment and satisfaction of all the other things in my life can carry me through the not so fun thing. So sometimes you compare something really fun or just at, make sure to maximize the satisfying and energizing tasks that you're doing in your life. And you'll find that that energy spills over into these things that may not be the most enjoyable. A caveat to all of this is that if you are just severely drained in like every area of your life, if you're dedicating all of your energy to a job or project that is just not in alignment with your energy, you're not getting any satisfaction out of it, I have 100% been there. And the reality is that that's just not going to be sustainable in the long term. So even if you can't make a change in that area of your life today or tomorrow, that's okay. And that's I think where the mind gets really caught up is that if that change isn't obvious in the moment, you can start to feel like everything is futile. The mind just doesn't like that. But I feel that there's always possibilities for change. There's always more opportunities out there. If you're in some job or some situation that you really hate, you 100% can get out of it. It just has to happen at the right time for you. And the right things to respond to will be there. But again, I still think that the most draining thing is just all the thoughts that we have about this stuff. So even if you're in a draining situation and even applying these things I'm talking about doesn't really resolve all of it, just know that that's okay. That even if the change of like a new job or a new living situation or a new relationship or a new project or whatever it is, isn't available to you right now, it doesn't mean it's not available to you in a couple of days, in a couple of weeks, a couple of months, even a couple of years. And by just being very present in your current life, being honest with yourself about how you feel, being in touch with what you actually desire and getting as much clarity on how you want to feel as you can and the things that truly are energizing for you, that's when more of those opportunities start to appear. And you'll see them because you're looking for them. And sometimes it's okay to just be in something that 
you know isn't for the long term and it's not great and it's not working, but you can maximize the fun that you have outside of that on the weekends, on the time you have off, on in your alone time with some side projects you have. And sometimes that's just enough to carry you through until it's time to step into the next phase and into an opportunity that's a lot more aligned. So basically what I want everyone to take away from this, the TLDR, is as a generator or MG, of course, we're here to do things that are energizing and satisfying to us. But if your life does not look 100% energizing or satisfying right now, that is okay. But if you hold that as your intention, as something that you want to bring into your life that you know is who you are at your most essential level... Because it is. You're a generator or MG. It's what you're put on earth to do, to do things that you enjoy that are satisfying. Then that reality will unfold for you and you don't need to stress a lot about how. Just be present and be noticing the things that are feeling like a yes to you, are feeling like a no, and pursuing those things that feel like a yes. And step by step, it all kind of comes together. And eventually you look up and you realize, wow, I enjoy like 99% of my life. And it's such a good feeling. But you're still on the journey in the in-between. Like It's not like you're not doing it right. It just takes time to decondition and allow these things to unfold in our lives. So hopefully that gave you some ideas about how to tackle these things in your life that maybe don't feel the most energizing, some different ways to think about them so that you're not just draining yourself mentally with shoulds or thinking that you should be somewhere that you're not because we're all just on the journey. Our journeys are all different. You're even learning things and experiencing things when you are feeling like you're not on the path that you want to be on. And that's just an important step to getting on the path that you want to go on most of the time. So thank you, everyone. And I'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.